Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We got some people. This must be a tough time out there right now. It's 1234 at Edmonton. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you in order. So, Mr. Escott, as you know, uh, Brendan, we have a new uh, text messaging system, which uh, <laughs> uh, which automatically, because it's a new system, it's 780-496-0063 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. It texts a thank you back for texting the show. We're, I think we're going to do this for the first month or whatever, just so people get used to this number. So we're getting texts from Ryan Jesperson's show about politics, and some people are really heated on some issues and firing some nasty stuff back once in a while. Wow. Uh, we'll deal with the toy department of life. Uh, that would be the privilege of talking about hockey. It's a great gig. Uh, this text comes in from Jay, who says, Bob, can the Edmonton Oilers get permission from either the Devils or the League, for that matter, to talk to Hall's agent about an extension before pulling the trigger on a deal? I'd be a lot more willing to make the deal if I knew Hall was back in, and more importantly, all in. That's a fair question. Take a look at how quickly things turned around for Mark Stone when that trade got happened. Uh, and got completed with uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas had Stone signed to an eight-year extension within a couple hours of the deal getting done. You had to assume the talks had already begun at that point. So read between the lines of what I'm saying. Uh, today, our headliner is the one and only Louis DeBrusque. He's, uh, he's playing her today, so we love it. Waters Now headliner brought to you by Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Hello, Louis. How you doing? Hey, Bob. How you doing, bud? I'm uh, getting better, that's for sure, but not 100%, but the voice is starting to come back, which is nice. So I'll speak low today, if you don't mind, which is uh, okay. what I need to do. All right. Uh, you know, Louis... Louis, it's interesting because whenever we travel, uh, because I have a family, uh, I, and I always feel guilty if we're in places that have better weather than Edmonton, uh, especially at this time of the year. Well, I have news for you, Louis. You're not missing much in St. Paul today. It's the exact same in St. Paul as it is in Edmonton. That probably doesn't surprise you, does it? The coldest day I've ever felt in my life was in Minnesota, no question. And it was that small, short walk from the hotel to St. Paul over to the... Uh, big building and it was um what is it a five minute walk to do that and uh, it's a it one minute like walk a, it felt about an hour and a half long walk it was it was absolutely bone chilling and that's the thing we talk about a dry and damp cold there certainly is a difference i don't care what anybody says that was a damp cold and it was penetrating and it was uh the coldest i've ever felt in my life for sure was in and you're the polar bear you like it cold 
Yeah, I can withstand quite a bit, but uh, I just remember that day just just shaking my head saying, wow, this is really cold. Like, you would not want to be caught out in that weather without the right attire on. It would be, uh, it could kill you. No question it would kill you. It was that cold. Louis, uh, let's do this. Before we get to the wild, I just want to talk. We, we have some a lot of concern from Oilers fans. They're sitting there going, well, Edmonton had 18 wins last year in 33 games. They're at 18 wins in 33 games right now. I mean, the Oilers are still... Um, you know, in first in the Pacific, the Calgary Flames have banged off six straight wins. They're they're right on the Oilers' heels, two points behind. We do have some texters to our show that uh, are kind of trollish, like they're they're supporters of the Flames and like to take shots at the Oilers and that sort of thing. Uh, so, on, on sort of on the note of last year versus this year, do you think we're in a different situation between these two teams right now, like the other team of this year versus the other team of last year? Is it, is it a different hockey club in your opinion? It is, no question. But I do think that some of the things that have um, that have hurt this team over the last few years are starting to creep in again. And I think it's really important for them to nip that in the bud. But there's no question it's a different team, Bob. Look at the start they got out to. The position is still in the standings. Um, they're right in the thick of things and they're battling, which is... You know, something last year that you wouldn't have said at this time. It was a different landscape last year with the way teams came out of the gates. And there was separation a lot quicker, I thought. This year, it's a lot tighter race, which, you know, could bode well or could not bode well for the Oilers in this situation. Teams are starting to really play well and come on. But um, for them, they've been able to kind of limit their losses to one and two. You know, they haven't really gone on a long losing streak in this year in the sense that they've been able to kind of get back on board and find a way to get out wins and have a big big win and a big night. And tonight's no different. Tonight is one of those nights for them that they're going to have to do that. Um, for me, though, when I look at the Carolina game, positive, they came back and tied it, which is huge. They've done that this year quite a few times where they've stuck around in games and have been able to make it a game. The negative for me was... Obviously, the power play goals against the penalty kill wasn't that great against a very good power play, by the way. But the two goals in the defensive zone for me were just lost coverage. And that's the area right there. When you're playing fast teams, quick teams, which the Carolina Hurricanes are, they give Edmonton trouble. And those are some glaring holes that they just need to get back to making sure the attention to detail is there in the defensive zone. You can never let your guard down. And especially when things are not going smoothly, when it's a win-loss, loss-loss, win, and you're not really getting into a group, um, a cadence with your game where you're, you're winning games in a row and you put together a winning streak, you have to really buckle down the details. And I know that we use that phrase a ton, but from a player's perspective, when I was a player, the details for me, and I said this to Drew Amenda the other day, I said, the details were so important in my game that if I didn't get a puck out on the wall, I might not see the ice again. That's how important a detail in the game was. Now, people watching the game in the building, watching the game at home, might not even look at a puck that doesn't get out on the blue line as a big deal. But in my world, in my game, that was a big deal. So what I feel is every player internally has to look at that and say, okay, the details of the game aren't exactly the same for every player because it's different positions, but whatever that position entails, the details respective to that position, you have to be dialed in. And number one, it starts with defense. And I think it's something that Dave Tippett has been preaching all year long. I just don't see a buy-in on a consistent basis from this team. And until that happens, the, the, the results are going to be sporadic. 
They just are. But as we've seen, and I go back to the Vegas game in Las Vegas, the last game against the Golden Knights, that was a very aggressive, hard for checking, fast playing team, and the Oilers stuck with them for 60 minutes, and they grinded out that win. And I know that's hard, and that's battle, and that's what it takes to win in this league, but that's the mentality this team has to have. We are joined by Louis Dabrowski, he is our Oilers Now headliner for Touchback Safety. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Louis, I want to ask you about a couple things that occurred during the game against Carolina. Uh, okay. What did you think of the second penalty call against Zach Cassian? Should that have been coincidental minors? Or conversely, should Cassian have read the game situation and realized the Oilers just had a five-on-three sequence and there was going to be an even-up call coming? Yeah, you know what? Um, penalties are an issue for me, too. And I know that they've been fairly decent at not taking many penalties. There was obviously more they took against the Hurricanes. Um, uh, it seems like we're always talking about officiating. And the games that I've done the last little while, the games I've been watching, I've seen that happen a few times where there's been scrums where it looks like it's an easy call for both sides put them both in the penalty yep. box and nobody's really happy or nobody's really mad about the situation and they only take one guy. Um, that seems to be an old school mentality, but it doesn't work in today's game. I'm sorry. It doesn't work in today's game in my opinion because you're not trying to de-escalate. The reason it was done before was to de-escalate games so there wasn't a lot of chippiness. There's barely any chippiness in the game anymore. So why are they even considering that? Just call the penalties that are taken. So if two guys get a shot in and each guy gets a punch in the head or a slash or a whack, it's an automatic coincidental in my opinion. And it's the easiest call an official is going to make because nobody's mad about it. It's just like, you know what, you guys want to fool around after the whistle or during the play. I'm going to put you both in the box and sit down for two minutes. Um, I, listen, you could sit and argue a whole bunch of calls, and we've done this all year long, you and I. But it, when it comes down to it, yeah, to answer your question in a long, long version, the Oilers are in a situation right now where things just don't seem to be bouncing their way, and that includes penalties. So therefore, you just the attention to detail once again. Keep your sticks on the ice. Keep your hands on your stick. Stop reaching and grabbing. Stop hooking with the stick and slashing. Get your feet moving and check that way. Simple as that. I know it sounds super simple. But the game's a fast game. You have to be bought into the attention to detail, and penalties are included in that. Just take a look at Dave Tippett's face every time a penalty is taken with a stick. He, he despises it. He despises yeah. it because it's preventable. It's a preventable penalty. And if you're penalty killers and you're third and fourth line guys, who a few of them have taken some penalties in that regard in the last 10 games that way, it just it's almost like a double whammy. It's like, listen, you're supposed to be a worker. You're supposed to be smart. Be smart and work to stop taking penalties. We're joined by Louis DeBras from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, the Oilers and the Minnesota Wild tonight. All right, second question from that game. There is a little bit of, they gave a quick Bronx cheer to Miko Koskinen after he gave up the 6-3 long-range bomber, in which Dougie Hamilton basically faked the rim around the boards and then fired one on the net and hit the net, and Koskinen got caught taking a step out to play the puck around the boards, and then the next time the puck went there, uh, you know, Koskinen made the saves. The fans gave it to him. Now, I did not interpret that. I think, Louis, 
Oilers fans know how good Koskinen's been this year, and it was a game-specific situation. Did you interpret that the same way, or did you have a different perspective? Uh, it's fans being fans, and they're entitled to be that way. Um, I don't think they, I don't think for one second the people there, you could look at it and say Koskinen had an off night, but look at the way the goals were scored against him. Like, again, I said, the power play goals included right around the net, tic-tac-toe, lost coverage, man wide open, deflection, shot from the right side. The Dezingle goal is the only one that beat him straight up. That's the only one. Yes, I know the Hamilton goal was kind of a – it was a fluke, but smart play on Dougie Hamilton's part. I mean, that's something that yeah. I, I, I wish you would see more in the game because it's smart for his goaltenders, especially a guy like Mike Smith and now Miko Costin who want to get out and knock that puck down. It's so important to try and deny that rim – of the opposition for possession of the left winger at that time going down to get to that puck, um, you, you could probably score more goals that way. It used to be done a lot more in the olden days. You know, Dave Manson used to do it the odd time. He would take the shot and put it on that. I think he scored a goal that way, actually, doing the same thing. Brett so, Severin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what? It's it's smart. I, I had no problem with it. It was just a fluke, but it, it really did sum up the night, didn't it? It was, I, I'm not going to put that on Miko Koskinen. You know, the Martinuk goal for me, 4-3 goal, I mean, just go take a look at that goal again and look how many bodies were in front of Miko Koskinen when that shot got through. Everybody's collapsed. Everybody's well, standing in front of the goaltender. Nobody's pressuring the guy and shooting the puck from the top of the circle. That's a five-on-five right. situation. That's an even-strength goal. So, and, and, and I'll credit Carolina because that's the way they play, and I've gotten to watch them quite a bit in the East. Listen, they're a fast, skilled team. If you don't think so, you're going to get a lesson like Edmonton got. They can play it. Louis DeRoss joining us. Louis. Yeah. Louis, uh, all you need to know about that 4-3 goal is there was a player that missed an assignment on that goal, and he got moved from the second to the fourth line for tonight's game. So, Listen, uh, it's, accountability, right? it's, a, it's accountability, and, and here's the thing. Um, it's one game, though, and they're still in a great position. So I'm not, I'm not quite putting the panic signal up yet, but... At the same time, they need to correct this. They need to get on a run. Like you said, the Flames have won six in a row. I understand that. Um, some different teams have gone on runs and, and really climbed up the charts in a hurry because it's so tight-packed. So that's something that Evans can do, and they're going to have to. They're going to have to go on a run. They're going to have to start putting some wins in succession. The only way they're going to do that is by winning the first one and then following it up with an even better performance because that's just the position they're in right now. And again, I'm going to go back to the details again. It's a mentality. 36 shots on net, yeah, that's great. That was the first time in five games they had 30 or more shots. They were under 30 for the previous four. So it's a mentality and it's a consistency. If you don't think the shot's coming to the net, why would you go to the net? Think about that for a second. But if you know the puck's coming to the net, you're going to go there every single time. 100%. Louis DeBrus joining us from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Louis, Oscar Kleffbaum's gone through a difficult stretch here. I think he's minus 15 over his last seven games. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl has not scored an even-strength goal in 11 games. Leon's still second in the NHL in scoring. Those guys are huge parts of any kind of success Edmonton's going to have. How much are the players aware that they're on those type of runs, statistically speaking? Oh, they're aware. I think they're fully aware. Um, more aware than we are. If you think for one second they don't have <laughs> an acute understanding of what's going on, of 
in statistics, then you're just, I mean, it's the world they live in, for crying out loud. Trust me, this is their livelihood. This is their job. And I can guarantee you it's haunting to them. I, 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 I know it is. I don't think it is. I know it is. They're going to brush it off, and they're going to keep talking the right way and make sure they have the positive outlook, and they're going to tell us what they think we want to hear. But let me tell you, when they go to the rink every day, they know exactly where they are. They know exactly how they've been playing. And their number one priority is to try and get out of it. Now, sometimes the hardest person to get around is yourself. <laughs> it truly is. You know, sometimes you're just trying to do too much. We talk about it all the time. You know, you're, you're not playing well, you're fighting it. So what do you do? You try and do more, which essentially gets you, digs the hole a little deeper for you. Get back to simplicity. Get back to absolutely shortening shifts, number one, and battling harder. Absolutely taking pride in the attention to detail. I, I know that people are sitting there going, hey, this sounds really simple. Like, it's not that simple. You know why? Because it's hard work and it's a commitment. And that is exactly what Dave Tippett is trying to get this team to buy into. And like I said earlier, they haven't consistently bought into it. They have. And when they do, we've seen the results. This team has played some great games against very good teams. And they've shut them down. They've battled just as hard to a man. They're going to need to do that on a more consistent basis, simply, or else this is the way the season is going to go. Louis, last night the Washington Capitals played Boston, the two top teams in the Eastern Conference. I know you watched. Unfortunately, I did watch it, yes. Are you there? I don't know if I lost you there a second, Bob, or what happened. Yeah, Lou, I think we uh, we might have dropped the internet connection with him there, which was working perfect up to that point. Uh, but we're coming up against the clock anyway, man, so I'm going to make the executive decision here and cut you loose if that's all right, and uh, we'll check in uh, real soon. Feel better, hey? Thanks, man. Yeah. That is uh, Louis DeBrusque, Sportsnet color analyst. We're getting it done on the fly here on Oilers Now. We're back after this. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We apologize for those technical difficulties. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer joining you from St. Paul, Minnesota. It is going to be Mike Smith in goal for the Edmonton Oilers against Capo Kakinen. That's right, Capo Kakman. We'll tell you that guests on orders now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that orders now sent you Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's a great place to have a Christmas party. And if you're looking for a terrific Christmas grift, uh, that's gift, not griff. Uh, if you're looking for a great Christmas gift, the Battle of Alberta Holiday Package is the perfect gift for hockey fans. This package includes great lower bowl tickets for the December 27th game between the Oilers and the Flames at Rogers Place, and one night's accommodation at the JW Marriott uh, in Ice District. On sale now for just $399 per person. Taxes included. Very limited space available, so book your holiday package today reach out to new west travel or visit newwesttravel.com uh brendan escott's back in the studio brendan how you doing oh hello we're we're getting it done on the fly aren't we bob we are getting it done on the fly yes indeed um 
And again, at any time, you can uh, text us at 780-496-0063. This text comes in. Bob, my concern with Miko Koskinen is when he comes out of uh, the crease to play the puck, he seems very anxious to move the puck rather than looking to see who's open for a pass. Consequently, he often gives up uh, a giveaway. Uh, I would say to you that Koskinen has dramatically improved in his puck handling abilities. The fact of the matter is... uh, uh, the fact of the matter is that, uh, you know, Miko gave up a bad one the other night. Uh, he's had a pretty good season to date so far for Edmonton. I think his goal, his puck handling ability has dramatically improved even since Mike Smith's here. Uh, if anything, Mike Smith is the guy that's looking to, I mean, Koskinen, even after giving up six the other night, is still 11-4-2 with a 2.72 goals against average and a 9-14 save percentage. Uh, I don't know if I want to read this email, but I'm going to go ahead anyways. You tell me how uh, uh, you should respond to this. Bob, I've PVR'd every Oilers game for the last six years. I haven't watched a complete game due to the pathetic inconsistency of the players and the management. Another wasted year. Fans jumping off the wagon as usual. You guys are fake. And you're ripping off the fans, uh, uh, media, and the team. All part of the smoke and mirrors. Fans aren't buying tickets for this BS. Change your show to Oilers Good Riddance. Now, can you go back to making excuses for your team? Brendan, how would you respond to a text like that? Like, are you concerned for the texter that they're a little bit down on life in general? Yeah. Or I wouldn't respond to a text like that. How does it make me feel? Yeah, it's just a bad day, it sounds like. Yeah, I I hope you're, like, like, again, I have empathy for people. I'm not sure, like, there's, this is about one of 17 texts this individual has sent in. Uh, If you want to provide something constructive, like how, you know, what you think the orders can do better, that sort of thing, by all means, feel free to do it. Uh, it, I totally get the perception out there, like, uh uh-oh, here we go again. That is fair. It's up to the orders to prove this season that this year isn't like past years. Now, they're healthier on defense when they hit the skid last year. I think at one point they were 18-12-3 last season. They're 18-11-4 right now. Uh, and then last year they lost Clefbaum and Russell. There's no question the team needs to find some consistency. That said, they are the only team in the NHL that hasn't had a three-game losing streak this season. We'll see what sort of juice they bring tonight. It's 12-58. We'll go off to a global news weather traffic update. When we come back, Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.